today on the Rita Made Me Do It show. Hello, everyone. I am so excited this week to bring you a bonus episode. So I want to give you a little bit of information as to what this is. Now, I do live streams every week in my free community on Facebook called The All-In Entrepreneur. If you are not a member of The All-In Entrepreneur Facebook group, then I highly suggest that you get your butt in there because it is full of thousands of women from across the country who are helping support each other in growing their business through connections and information and cheerleading and just anything you could think of. It is happening in this group. But one thing that I do for the members is every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, I go live with a live training. And it's always a very super packed training. (laughs) But this past week was especially packed. And the comments that I'm getting on this particular live stream are incredible. In fact, I think it's one of the most commented on live streams that I've ever done. And someone said, Rita, I didn't get to listen to all of it. I wish you had this in a podcast format so I could listen to it while I'm going everywhere instead of having to be, you know, on my computer. And I thought, well, why don't I have that, right? I have the ability to bring you the audio from that live stream and from future live streams as I think maybe helpful for you all so that you can listen to it everywhere you go. Because (laughs) as much as I love for you to look at my beautiful face and (laughs) interact with me live on Facebook Live, I know that's not convenient for everyone. So with the feedback that I got and then the comment of, could you put this in an audio format so I can listen to it on my, I guess, iTunes MP3 players? Is that what they call them nowadays? <laughs> Is that still what we call them? I don't know. But I thought, well, why not? So that's what I'm doing. And that's what this is. Now, I will give a little bit of backstory. So while I go live every Wednesday at 5, this is part of a three-part series. So I'm going live every other day in my community. So on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's a three-part series called The Three Reasons That You're Not Making Six Figures in Your Business. Now, I do want to kind of give two caveats because this is a live stream training. We are pulling audio from the live stream. So the audio quality probably isn't going to be as good as it normally is when I just straight out record a podcast episode directly. And the other piece is this is a live interactive training, meaning people are are on the other end of the training and they're asking questions and I'm interacting with them real time. Now, I usually repeat what people are typing, or at least I try to. So you should be able to follow along. But if something gets a little confusing, That's why I'm actually engaging real time with people on the other end of this training, and you're going to hear that as well. But it should still be something that is easy to follow, and you are going to be able to implement all of this information immediately in your business. So the three reasons that you're not making six figures in your business, and the reason that I think that this is so powerful is because the reasons aren't what you think they are, and they're easier to turn around and change than you think that they could be. And that has been a game changer for so many of the people who have already said, look, I've already started putting this into motion, and I'm already experiencing different results in my business just from implementing the things that you said in reason one. And so I'm really excited 
to bring this to you. It doesn't matter if you've been in business for one day or if you've been in business for a year or 10 years, these things will ring true at every stage of your business. And one thing I wanna say, there is nothing magical, you'll hear me say this a lot in this training, there is nothing magical about six figures. So while I'm using six figures, and I tell you why in the training, I do want you to insert whatever your financial goal is, right? Whatever your goal is is fine, whether that's $1,000 a month or it's $100,000 a month, right? These reasons will ring true for why you're not generating it at each stage of your business, no matter how long you have been trying to uh, reach that new revenue level, no matter how long you've been trying to grow your business, or no matter how long you have been in business. So I know that this will change the way that you approach your business. This will change the way that you think about what you're doing to grow and build your business. So I hope that you enjoy this, and this is set up in a way that you can put it into action immediately. So I hope you enjoy it and I will talk with you all soon. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because of Rita, because of Rita I'm I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show, where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. So how are you guys? Did you guys watch part one on Monday? I'm curious. So all week long, I'm doing a free kind of three-part series called The Three Reasons Why You're Not Making Six Figures in Your Business. And um, I talked about part one on Monday. And spoiler alert for those of you who haven't lit. Now, I do suggest watching the video. You have two ways now that you can do that. It's pinned to the top of this group as an announcement. So you can go into the All In Entrepreneur, you can look in the announcement section, you can actually watch the video, or you can listen to part one as a podcast episode on the Read and Mimi Do It Show podcast on any podcast player. It's going to be the most recent uh, episode. It's labeled as a bonus episode. So there are two ways you can listen. But I suggest that you listen to part one because each of these reasons are truly standalone reasons. And we we went over part one in detail on Monday, right? And so I'm going to like recap a little bit about what we talked about on Monday, but not much. Because again, you should be able to, you know, go listen to that and pick up on what it was, right? But so I do want to clarify something that I clarified in the Monday video, which is there's nothing magical about six figures. I am using six figures because this is the language that other entrepreneurs use. It's a milestone that many entrepreneurs want to to meet. And while I believe that there's nothing magical about six figures, so you can insert whatever revenue you want to make 
in its place that you're not making consistently. I do believe that six figures is kind of a good health indicator of your business. It will, if you are generating monthly revenue that allows you to hit six figures right at the end of the year, chances are you have a lot of the foundations in place to have a very solid business. That means you've got kind of the mechanics of your business working as a well-oiled machine. Now, that's not always true. You don't have to make six figures for that to be true. But I do believe it is a good indicator. And like I said, a lot of people out there love for themselves the six-figure milestone. And so that's why we're using that, okay? But there's nothing magical about the number six figures. But in part one, on Monday, reason one that people aren't hitting six figures in their business, they're simply not doing enough, right? And I detailed that out in in specific actions and specific information in the video on Monday. Um, They are not being visible enough, Right, They're not posting enough. They are not putting themselves out there enough. They're not doing enough videos. They're not doing enough, right? They're also not stepping into their expert status enough, meaning they're not saying, in my expert opinion or as an expert in this industry or with what I do or in working with hundreds of people over the past X years or in my expert opinion, I or right like they're not stepping into their expert status enough. Another thing that people aren't doing enough of, they're not saying why them. And this is what I shared. Right. So um, people aren't saying they're saying why what they do is important. Like, oh, it's important to. Uh, maintain your health, or it's important to have branding photos, or it's important to have a business coach, but they're not saying why them. And this is why you want me (laughs) as your business coach. And this is why you want me as your health coach. Like this is what is so wonderful about me, right? People aren't doing that enough. People aren't selling enough. They're not following up enough. They're not asking for the sale. They're not having the discussion around the sale enough, right? So that was number one. Reason one that we talked about on Monday. And again, How many of you caught that? Say yes. And if you're watching on replay, let me know if you caught that as well. But uh, I hope if you didn't, I hope that you will. Okay. I hope I looking at myself in this thing is like (laughs) crazy. Like I I can't see my own face. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I hope that you will go catch video number one. Right. So what then what happens today? Like if reason number one that you're not hitting six figures in your business is that you're not doing enough. Well, here's what happens, right? So people hear this and they get it and they're like, okay, you're right. You're right, Rita. I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. And that's reason number two why you're not hitting six figures in your business, which is you are doing too much. You're doing too much. And so (laughs) this is where people are like, what? Rita, you just told me I wasn't doing enough. And that's why I'm not hitting six figures in my business. And now you're telling me, that I'm doing too much. And this is why I'm not hitting six figures in my business. Like what the what, Rita? What are you talking about? Right. So if you don't have the clients you want, and if you don't have the money that you want, right, and you're doing things, people's reaction, people's kind of like second nature tends to be let's do more. Let's do more things. Okay, so let like if we're networking, and I'm networking at this group, and I'm networking at that group, right, and I'm not getting the results I want, well, I need to go network at more groups. How many of you have done that? Or thought that, like, tell me, say yes, tell me in the comments, if that's you, right? Like, um, how many of you are like, well, I am participating in a couple of Facebook groups. I post in a couple of Facebook groups, but boy, oh boy, right? Um, 
I think I need to post in more Facebook groups. I need to be visible in more places, right? Um, that's something that I see a lot. Or, oh, you know what? I'm talking about these topics. Like if you're a speaker, like I'm speaking on these topics, but you know what? I don't have the clients I want or the money I want or the opportunities I want. So maybe I need to speak on even more topics, right? So do you guys see what I'm saying here? So like um, point one, right? Point one is that the reason one that we talked about on Monday is that you're not doing enough. But reason two, what we're talking about today is that you're doing you're doing too much. Jennifer says, focus on the right things. I was actually distracted by a squirrel the other day. I totally get it, right? Um, and so yes, right? Like, People are like, when they don't have the results they want, they think, I need to do more things. I need to network in more places. I need to uh, post in more groups. I need to uh, talk about more topics. I need to do more, 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 right? Like, for example, I was working with a client, and this client is starting a Facebook group or has started a Facebook group. But as she decided, she decided, okay, I'm going to start a Facebook group. This is really where I want to nurture people. This is really where I want to nurture relationships. I'm going all in on this. She made the decision to go all in. And then she kept working on it, not opening the Facebook group up to anybody, right? Just working on it. <laughs> and um, as she was working on it, Right. I finally said, we've got to stop working on the Facebook group so that we can like bring it to the world. You know, we got to stop like at a certain point, you got to stop working on it. You just have to run it. You just have to do it. And right as I said that and I'm like, you know, so what's what's going on? Like, why are we not opening this group to people? She said, well, I'm almost ready, but I've also decided to do Pinterest and to do this thing on LinkedIn. And so I've been working on those simultaneously. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute, what? Like, <laughs> what's going on there, lady? Like, let's talk about it right now. You guys know me. I'm a big digger. I dig, right? The thing beneath the thing, beneath the thing, <laughs> beneath the thing. Like, I dig until I get to the point. I think my clients will agree, right? I don't, like, I want to get to the real thing. So I was like, hey, there's a lot more going on than you just want to also do Pinterest and LinkedIn. So tell me what's going on, lady. And she was like, at the end of the day, right, what we got to is she didn't believe the Facebook group was going to work. She was like, well, I really don't believe that people are going to join this Facebook group. And I don't think that this Facebook group is going to like help me nurture relationships in a way that are going to get me clients. And so I have to do something else, right? I need to do Pinterest. I need to do LinkedIn. I need to kind of hedge my bets and cover all the bases. Have you guys felt like that before when you've gone to do something? Yes or no, right? So that's how she was feeling, right? She had a fear. And because she had a fear that the Facebook group wouldn't work, she hopped over to something else, right? And and I had to stop her because the same pattern was going to repeat itself, right? So she was going to hop on over to uh, you know, to Pinterest, and she was going to have the same, the same result. She was going to not believe that that was going to work, and she would hop to something else. If she had gone down the rabbit hole of um, LinkedIn, right, the same freaking thing, right, the same freaking thing would have happened, and she would have, you know, gone down that rabbit hole and been like, oh, you know, okay, like I don't really believe that that's going to work, right? 
And so what happens, right, there is that she would just keep hopping and not any one strategy would be seen through enough to work. How many of you have ever felt like that before? How many of you have started something and then suddenly gotten a fear that it's not going to work? And so you stopped it. I would love to know. Type yes if that's you in the comments. If you're listening on replay, type yes as well. I can tell you that it's me, right? I can tell you that I've been there before, that I felt like that before, that I came up with an idea and a strategy and I started going down, you know, that rabbit hole of of suddenly thinking this isn't going to work. And so, you know, this isn't going to work and I need to do something else. I mean, I think we've all been there before. Yes. Like, I think we have. I know we have. I know a lot of you out there have, (laughs) right? Like, I know a lot of you out there have. So I'm just going to answer for you. You guys have all felt like that before. Okay. So I'm just answering for you. Um, (laughs) So that's how, you know, that's how she was feeling. And so there are a lot of people that, that contact me and they, or I see it out in the world. They start something, but then they're like, oh my gosh, I don't think this is going to work. And, or, or, right. They're like, "Uh, you know, it's going to work, but it's not going to work enough. Like, it's not going to do enough. It's not going to reach enough people. It's not going to um, It's not gonna have the impact that I want it to have. And so I need to go ahead and I need to do some something else in addition to this, right? Or, and this might be a thought that resonates with you guys, many people are like, but by focusing just on this, so let's stick with my client and the Facebook group example, right? By focusing on just this, right, then I'm missing out on all of this other opportunity. I'm missing out on being seen by all of these other people, and I'm missing out on all of these potential clients, and I'm missing out on all of this potential money. So have any of you ever had a thought like that before whenever you've started something? So you start, but you you don't believe it's going to work, and so you find yourself kind of bailing on that thing or moving to something else, Or you're like, "Eh, it'll work, but I don't think it's going to work the way I need it to work. So I have to do something else to supplement it. Or you just get scared that you're missing out on other people and other places and other opportunities. And so you go ahead and you kind of um, bail on that strategy for any of those reasons. Any of you? Bueller. (laughs) Bueller, Bueller. Okay. (laughs) I am just going to start answering for all of you today. All of you quiet people out in the peanut gallery. I see you're all watching. I think that this is something that people never like to admit to, but I really want to tell you this is normal, right? Reason number one from Monday, you're not doing enough. And reason number two today, you're doing too much. These are normal. And that's why I'm talking about it. I've been there before. I've had the same impact from doing all of these things. And that's why I'm here talking to you about it, right? But what that all relates to is you just have no belief, right? You have no belief that it's going to work. And so you move to more things. So whatever it is that you think is not going to work, right, you you move to more things, but not the same thing. So you're not doing more of the same. Let's go back to the Facebook group example. How many of you have a Facebook group, right? So let's go back to the Facebook group example. Um, let's say you decide to start a Facebook group and you start it and you're posting and you keep posting and, and a few people join and you're posting and no one's commenting on your posts and nobody's interacting, right? So you do this for like a week or two. You're you're posting every day, but you're not seeing results, right? Nobody's interacting and it starts feeling a little bit uncomfortable, right? 
Um, yeah, yeah, Jennifer, this is exactly where I'm going with this, right? Jennifer says, we try something, they're crickets, so we think nobody's paying attention, right? Then we find out that people were watching. And if we had just stuck with it, right? So that's exactly where I'm going. So with the Facebook group, right? You post and you post and you post, but it starts feeling uncomfortable because no one's responding. Nobody's interacting with your posts. Nobody is actually engaging in the way that you wanted them to engage in your Facebook group, right? So instead of doing more of the same, more posts, right, you end up saying, well, Facebook group isn't it. So now I need to tweet or now I need to get on Instagram or now I need to. And so you supplement or you replace completely, right? When really what you should have done was more, but more of the same thing because of reason number one that we talked about on Monday, right? Reason number one that we talked about on Monday is that you're not being seen enough, right? You're not being seen enough. You're not stepping into the expert status enough. You're not talking about why you, right? You're talking about what you do and why that's important, but you're not talking about why people need to hire you. You're just not being seen enough and you're not selling enough and you're not being enough of an expert, right? That's what we talked about on Monday. And so in this example of a Facebook group where you're starting, right, and people aren't interacting, instead of doing more as in now I need to be on Instagram and now I need to be all these other places, what you really should have just done is more in your Facebook group, more posts that build the no like trust, more posts that allow you to be the expert, more posts that talk about why you, more posts that actually sell your services or your products, right, and more posts in general so that you're seen, right? That's what you should have done. And by doing more, right, then the results that you get will equal that. Does that make sense? So like when you try to do all the things, right, when you're trying to do everything, you effectively are doing nothing, right? When you try to do everything, you are effectively doing nothing <laughs> because you're doing a lot, but you're only doing a little bit of a lot, right? Because you you can't master anything unless you really go all in on it. That's exactly what mastery is, right? To master something, you put all of your time, all of your energy, and all of your attention behind it. However, you can't do that if you're splitting your time among other things. So if you're on Instagram and you have a Facebook group and you have a Facebook business page and you're networking and you're sending out newsletters and you have a blog and you and you and you and you're doing all of this stuff, you're doing a lot, but you're only doing a little bit of any one thing. And your results are equivalent to your actions, meaning you're only going to get a little bit of results back from any of those things, right? Um, I said on Monday, there was a quote that I shared on Monday that I really like, which is basically your money is as whatever you are, right? Your money is what you are, meaning like your your money is as grand, right, as you are grand in your business, right? Your money is as consistent in your life as you are consistent in your business. Like the way that money is showing up in your life mirrors the way that you were showing up in your business, does that make sense? Or if you don't have your business and you're here and you're a career person, you can say that too, right? So money shows up in your life or the way, think about it, just take a minute. How is money showing up in your life right now? Does anybody want to share? I mean, you don't have to, but take a minute and like jot it down, okay? Take a minute and jot it down. How is money showing up in your life right now? 
because I can promise you that it is mirroring the way that you are showing up in your business. So if money is not consistent for you in your life right now, you are not being consistent in your business. If money is not showing up in big, bold, unexpected ways, you are not being big, bold, and unexpected in your business, right? If money is feeling kind of like fearful and scarce, you are showing up in your business fearful and in a scarcity-based mindset. Does that make sense? Like, so however money is showing up in your life, it's how you're showing up in your business, right? So people get uncomfortable when they're not seeing results. And so they don't want to work through the discomfort. And so instead of working through the discomfort and sitting in it and getting to the other side of it, they want to go around it. (laughs) And the way to go around it is by adding more, more of different things, right? So all of this is a fear-based action. These are all fear-based decisions, right? So in Monday's video, right, on Monday, we talked about reason one, why you're not making uh, money right, in your six figures in your business is because you're not doing enough. But the reason you're not doing enough is based on the fear of being annoying, which is why I said on Monday, it's a non-negotiable to be successful in business to get over the fear of being annoying. If you can't get over your fear of being annoying, I just really believe there's no way that you can be successful in your business, right? And I talk about that in detail in Monday's video. So make sure that you check that out, right? But that's a fear-based decision to not be visible, to not step into your expert status, to not talk about why you, to not post nearly enough to be visible. And I actually gave real hard numbers on that in Monday's video um, to, you know, not sell enough and not ask people to sell and not to. So that's all a fear-based decision from a fear of being annoying, right? But this, doing too much, right? Reason number two, doing too much and doing all of these things is, again, a fear-based decision because you're doing something, you start something, you're not seeing the results the way that you anticipated, the way that you wanted, as quickly as you wanted. It starts feeling uncomfortable. You start doubting yourself. You start not believing in yourself or in the strategy or in your ultimate success. So you don't have belief. You are in fear. You are in doubt and you don't like feeling uncomfortable. And so you make the decision to bail on that thing and to supplement or to do more of other things instead of just staying in the place that you are and just doing more of the thing that you're doing so that you can really get through to the other side. And I don't know about you, right? I don't know about you, but I have never, ever heard anyone say, you know what? That fear-based decision that I made in my business the other day, boy, it worked out. It just really worked out well. Think about any fear-based decision doesn't work out well, right? So we need to stop making decisions from a fear-based place. And we have to make decisions from what's in the best interest of our business, which is what I also talked about in video one on Monday, which is you are not your business. We have to separate you from your business, right? Because what's in your best interest, which is like being comfortable and just trying a lot of different things and not having to sit in discomfort, that's like in your best interest overall. But that's not in your business's best interest. So when you're making decisions about your business, you can't make them from a fear-based place. You have to make them from the decision of what's in the best interest of your business, right? 
Now, it's not just in these strategies that people are hopping around. Like I've used Facebook and I've used like marketing and I've used all of this, right? But here's the thing, right? It's the same with your offers, right? The offers that you're making, like um, what you're promoting, right? The same thing. So you'll see somebody say, okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna do private coaching. I'm going to offer private coaching to people. And it's going to be, uh, I'm just making all of this up as I talk, right? But it's going to be a three-month private coaching package. And it's going to include all of these things. And so they make that decision. And then they put it out, right, into the world. And they're marketing it. And they're doing it. And like, Nobody's buying it right away, right? They put it out there and nobody clicks, nobody's scheduling, you know, whatever it is, a, a group coaching program, private coaching, you're talking about your discovery calls, right? You're promoting getting on a discovery call with you. Maybe there's a certain product you're talking about, you have a certain service, whatever it is, and you start talking about that to promote and advertise that thing. But nobody's clicking and adding it to the cart. Nobody is like scheduling a discovery call with you. So what do you do? you start offering something else. You're like, well, instead of private coaching, I'll do this. I'll also offer group coaching. Or you know what? Instead of this, I'll also create a masterclass. And instead of this masterclass, I'm also going to uh, do this other thing, right? And so now, instead of just one thing that you're drawing attention to and you're talking about, right, you have all of these other offers or all of these other things that you're putting out there, right? People pick up on all of this stuff, right? People pick up on all of this. They know that it's a fear-based decision because here's the thing. It goes back to the lack of belief and it goes back to the lack of trust. Does that make sense? Are you guys here with me? Yes. Just just type yes if this is like resonating, <laughs> if this is resonating with you in any way, right? But when you decide to make another offer on top of an offer you're already making, the reason you do that is because you don't think your original offer is going to work, right? If you did, if you knew without a doubt that the offer that you were going to make or that you decided to make was going to be successful and that people would book you full or buy you out or whatever it is, right, fill your groups or whatever it is, you would continue to go all in on marketing that one thing. So the reason that you decide to now supplement with a different offer or another offer or another thing is because you don't trust in that thing that you originally offered. And people out there in the world mirror that back to you, right? People mirror that back. They're not trusting your offer because they get the signal that you don't trust your offer. Does that make sense? Because they know, oh my gosh, maybe that's not good. Maybe it should be this other thing. Maybe her private isn't good and I need the group or maybe it's not the group and this, there's this masterclass. And they don't know that they're exactly picking up on it in this way, but this is what's going on internally. They don't trust what you're offering because they can tell that you don't trust what you're offering. Because if you trusted what you were offering, you wouldn't deviate from the offer and add all of these other offers on top of it, right? Um, it's the same thing when you have pricing and then you like slash your pricing, right? They don't believe, they don't trust because you don't trust, right? People mirror that back. So they can tell if you're not going all in on your Facebook group, like we talk about, like we just talked about, right? And instead, you're like now tweeting and Instagramming and whatever, because you don't believe that that community will work. Other people will believe the same thing, that that community won't work. And so you create your reality. This is what they mean by like thoughts become things and you create your own reality, 
right? Because you are making that turn true because you're putting out the energy that's getting mirrored back. So if you don't believe a Facebook group will be what skyrockets your business, so you're not putting in the time, energy, and attention, right? Now you've split it with all of these other things because you don't have belief in your Facebook group. Then the people in your Facebook group will also not have belief in your Facebook group, and they're going to mirror that in their actions and their reactions, and they won't be invested in your Facebook group, right? If you have this private coaching offer, but then all of a sudden you start talking about a group and you're talking about a masterclass and now you're talking about a retreat, now you're talking, right? And you're talking about them all at the same time. People aren't going to trust any of your offers (laughs) because you don't trust any one of those offers to work. If you did, you wouldn't put out all the other offers. You would just drive attention to the one offer that you know will be successful. Does this make sense? Are you guys, so, right? Reason two that you're not making six figures is you're doing too much. And when you're doing too much in the way that we've been talking about, you lose trust, okay? You're losing the trust of your audience by doing too much, and it's giving you the opposite of what you want, right? We think, oh, if I just do more, I'm going to build more trust. If I'm also on Instagram, and I'm also on YouTube, and I'm also on LinkedIn, oh, and if I have multiple offers, and if I'm talking about multiple services, and if I'm talking about multiple products, oh, and if I'm networking multiple places, and I'm meeting even more people, and I'm casting a wider net, then I am building more relationships, and I'm building more trust. That's what your brain thinks you're doing. But the reality is you're doing the opposite, right? You're actually losing trust. You're building fewer relationships, right? Because of everything that we said. So there is a happy middle, right? There is a happy middle between reason one that we talked about on Monday of like not doing enough and then reason two today of you're doing too much, right? In all the ways that we talk about, right? People need to know that you're a good bet, that you bet, like they're going to bet on you, right? Think about the potential clients that you have, they are going to invest money in you, right? They're going to invest money in you. And they're betting on you. They're betting on you to win, right? They want you to win in your life and in your business. Because when you win in your life and your business, they know they can win, right, in their life or their business. So they're betting on you to win. And they need to know that you're a good bet. They need to know that you're a good bet. How do they know that you're a good bet? Well, in Monday's video, we talked about the importance of saying why you're a good bet, why you, not just why you do what you do, but why you, right? And then today you add to that with like, they'll know you're a good bet when you bet on you, when you're betting on you, when you go all in on the one thing that you believe, right, will help your audience and the one way, right, that you know you can nurture those relationships, right? So you have to hit this happy middle. And and it's not that you're not going to offer multiple things in your business. Okay, so that's not what I mean. It's it's not that you're not going to offer multiple things in your business. It's that you need to make sure that before you start adding it on that what you have offered and what you're doing is working like a well-oiled machine. So with the example I gave at the beginning about my client who started a Facebook group but then decided before she even opened the Facebook group that it wasn't going to work. And so she was already like also building LinkedIn and also building Pinterest, right? Really, she needed to decide that the Facebook group was going to work, go all in on it, do all the things until that Facebook group was working in the way that she wanted it to work, like a well-oiled machine. Then she could add LinkedIn, Right. And then once LinkedIn was working like a well-oiled machine, she could add Pinterest. Right. And what do you see what I'm saying? Same thing with your offer. Like once, right, maybe you decide to offer a 90-minute intensive to people. 
And that's the thing that you want to put out into the world for your audience, right? Once that's working like a well-oiled machine, once you have people consistently signing up for clarity calls for that or purchasing your 90-minute intensive and you're hitting your milestones with the number of people that you want to have for that, cool. Now let's add another offering, right? Or once your private coaching is working or once your whatever is working, that the event that you really want people to go to is working, right? And people are like coming to it like a well-oiled machine, then we can add something else, right? Because <laughs> this is so, I run a mastermind group. You guys know this. I'm filling for it. I only have two spots left for this next round that starts in February. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute because I'm going to use that as an example <coughs> of how I'm the same way as you are. Okay, I'm the same way as you are. But we talk, this is what we talk about because a CEO right now, I say, I call it the six-figure CEO mastermind. Again, there's nothing fancy about six figures, but there is something that's really important about the CEO mindset. And I don't mean using CEO in like a really cutesy way. I mean like really stepping into the shoes of a CEO in your business, right? Because a CEO is focused. A CEO has a strategy. A CEO stays focused on that strategy and sticks to the strategy until it's working like a well-oiled machine, right? They have the full belief that this strategy is going to work. They step into that and then they have the effect that they want, right? So how many of you are guilty of doing too many things? Because you're not believing that the thing, whether that's the way you're nurturing relationships, so a newsletter or your Facebook group or Instagram or whatever is really going to work or the networking group you're attending or, you know, emailing out to speak or whatever you're doing, you don't actually believe that that's going to work. So you start doing a lot of other things, right? Or the offers that you're making, you actually have bailed on those before because you don't believe that they're going to work. How many of you have been guilty, right? I've been guilty. And so, you know, I see this with events too, right? When people have events, um, the, they have no belief, right, that that event is going to get the attendance that they want. And so they start adding other events, right? When really they should have just gone all in on marketing that one event, right? Here's another piece to add into this that I want you to see as well. Because if you're going to be successful in business, while sure, business strategies are important, Right. Here's what's really important. Knowing people and understanding people and understanding how people work. That's the most crucial thing you can learn to be successful in your business is studying people, the science of human behavior and how people operate in the world. Right. People notoriously wait until the last 48 hours to purchase something. Right. How many of you have found that in your experience to be true when you've been selling something or advertising an event? Or I can tell you, I find that to be true. Right. People wait until the last 48 hours. So like it's important that you keep your energy high the entire time on the thing that you're promoting. OK, so I'm going to tie all of this in together. I had a client who was trying to fill a retreat and we had to have a very serious conversation because I knew her pattern. And I said, look, once you start this, you can't lose the energy. The energy has to be just as excited and just as high about your retreat from the minute you announce it all the way till the minute the cart closes, which was like a two-week time frame, a two-and-a-half-week time frame, right? I was like, you can't once have a drop in your energy around this at all, right? But that's what happens with people. 
people start something excited and then they don't get the results, right? And again, I would love to know if any of you have ever had this experience before, right? But you put something out, you're excited. You put out your offer, you put out your freebie or you put out your coaching package or you put out your event or you put out your group program or you put out your retreat or your workshop or your masterclass or whatever it is, right? Your your product, your whatever. You put it out and you are so excited. And then you talk about it and you're so excited and you talk about it, but there's no traction. Like nobody's clicking add to cart. Nobody's signing up. Um, Maybe one person does, but then it slows down, right? And so all of a sudden you started excited, but really nothing's happening. So that excitement drops, right? And then, right, you think your excitement is still showing through, but I guarantee it's not, right? Because all of a sudden internally you're starting to feel a little desperate, You're starting to lack the belief in what you're doing. You're starting to feel a little scared that you're not going to make the money that you want to make, right? So your energy gets low. So now you have low energy. And we now know that your audience mirrors back your energy. You may think you're showcasing a different energy. That doesn't matter. It's what your actual energy is. They will mirror that back, right? So you have low energy and fear, because you don't have a belief that this is going to work. And so now they have a low energy around your offer. And they also have a fear. And they also lack belief that this is going to work, right? So this is the reason, right? Like, first, people are are notoriously waiters. They just wait for all kinds of reasons. People wait for the last 48 hours right? if the other strategy piece that you've been doing is working. So if you've done what we said, not where if you have if you've done enough but you haven't done too much meaning you've done enough of the right thing in the right way right to build the relationships to nurture it to make the sale enough to be visible enough right all of these things if you've been doing that then in, most people will make the decision to do something in the last 48 hours of the thing <laughs> they will sign up for your event in the last 48 hours they will they will take the early bird special in the last 48 hours of the early bird special. They will buy the ticket in the last 48 hours that tickets are on sale, right? So it, you have to then understand that cycle and how people work. Because if you're not seeing results at the beginning, and then that makes you want to bail because you start lacking the belief that it's going to work and your energy stops dropping. So now you're like, oh my gosh, I don't think this is going to work. So now I need to do more of other things. I need to drop this completely and hop to something else. Or I just need to supplement and do more. And now I'm doing just a little bit of everything. Or And now people are picking up on all of that lack of trust and lack of belief and lack of whatever. They're not going to take the offer in the last 48 hours, right? But if you had just stayed steady on what you were doing, then people would have taken advantage of that in the last 48 hours. So you have to learn how to sit in discomfort. You have to learn how to be uncomfortable while you're working through something to get to the results. You have to learn to be okay with feeling uncomfortable and understanding how to navigate those emotions and understanding how to stay focused and stick to something during that time to see your strategy through and do it without losing belief in the thing that you're doing. So you keep 100% belief at all times, right, that this is going to work. Like I see this with meetups all of the time. I see this with people who run meetup groups all of the time, right? They'll put up an event, It'll be like, I'm going to have a coffee for my meetup group. And they put up an event and the event is happening in like three weeks or whatever, right? But five days after posting the event, no one's RSVP'd or no one has said yes or no one has done, you know, 
and interacted with this event in any way. So then what happens? People are like, you know what? I'll be like, so how's it going? Oh, you know, I, I put it up and five days into talking about like nobody had signed up for the coffee. So I pushed it out. I pushed out the date. Instead of doing it in three weeks, we're going to do it in six weeks. Or I just pulled it down. Like I pulled it down off the calendar, right? Like I'm just not going forward with it anymore, right? I see that all the time. But here's the thing. It's like, A, people are waiters and they're going to wait till the last 48 hours to sign up for something. And also combine that with the fact that you probably weren't visible enough. You weren't talking about the event enough. You weren't doing it enough or you were doing too much. So you were saturating, oversaturating, right? Like what you were doing. So you weren't getting the attention that you needed, right? Really, what you should have done was just more of talking about that meetup, right? More of talking to your meetup group, more, 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 and then also just have the belief that it was going to work and know that it was going to most likely happen in 48 hours and keep your energy high around that event, right? Do you guys see that? So like reason number one from Monday that you're not making six figures in your business is you're not doing enough because you have a fear of being annoying, right? But reason number two is you're doing too much of many, many things because you have a fear that it's not going to work. Both are fear-based decisions in how you're running your business, which is keeping you from six figures. And I've done both, right? So really, the key isn't to do more necessarily or less, right? The real key is to work on the mindset and to surround yourself with the support that you need to set in the, to sit in the discomfort, right? To be able to stay focused and do more of the same, to be able to keep your energy high, to be able to stay in belief and to be annoying, right? To get over that fear of being annoying. <coughs> All of that is mindset and support. So this is where sometimes people are like, well, cool. Rita said I don't have to do a lot, right? Because reason number two, you're doing too much. So cool. Rita said I don't have to do anything. No, Rita will never say that, right? Rita will never, ever, ever say that because, right, you all know that I believe action is the most important thing in your business, right? So when I say wait, when I say waiting in discomfort, you have to learn how to wait in the discomfort. I want you guys to see that waiting is an active thing. It is not passive, Waiting is not a passive action. Waiting is an active action, right? Because you have to do things while you wait, right? You can't just wait. You have to do things while you wait. So think about this, right? Think about it from a farmer. A farmer plants seeds, right? A farmer plants seeds for a harvest. But he doesn't just plant the seeds and then wait, right? He's not just like, cool, don't have to do anything, planted those seeds, I'll come back and at harvest time. No, like he has to do things while he's waiting, right? He has to tend to the soil. He has to pull out weeds. I'm not a gardener, so I'm probably going to get all of this wrong. He has to pull out weeds. He has to, you know, and he has to do things even when it's outside of his control, when the bad weather comes, when it looks like the crops are going to not grow, when it looks like they're going to be drowned or there's not enough water, or when it looks like there's going to be too much cold, or when it looks like, you know, it's not going to work. 
work, he still has to do things through that time. He has to still show up and tend to the garden and the farming or the whatever, right? Like, even when he doesn't want to, he planted the seeds and now he has a strategy for how to get to the harvest. And he has to show up for that strategy every single day, no matter what bad weather is coming at him, no matter what threatens, right, the results that he wants. And no matter what he feels like, he has to show up, right? But he's waiting. <laughs> he's waiting the entire time for the harvest. But like waiting is not passive. It is active. You have to do things, right? So I told you I would use me as an example, right? I'm I'm advertising right now for my mastermind group, the Six Figure CEO Mastermind, which starts February 10th. And so I'm advertising for that group and I have two spots open, okay? I have two spots. It's a group of 10 women. I have two spots open, right? I don't have any applications in for those two spots. I have zero In fact, I got an email today from someone saying, thank you. I think that this is great. I think I'll do it in the next round. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to do it now, right? Like, I have zero interest in in this moment, to my knowledge, (laughs) for the two open spots that I have for my mastermind that starts February 10th, right? Now, it would be easy for me to go, you know what? Maybe I'll just push it out a little longer. Maybe I'll just push it out the start date a little more. Or, you know what? Maybe I'll just do it with the eight people I've got. Maybe that's fine. Maybe this is good enough and I'll just do it with the eight people I find, right? Or whatever. Maybe I won't do it. Or maybe you see what I'm saying? Like it would be easy for me to be like, oh, I wanted 10 women and this is, but this isn't happening and I don't have interest. So I don't believe that I'm actually going to get these two other women. And so now I need to do these other things, right? But like it would be really easy for me to do that. Or it would be easy for me to be like, oh my gosh, like I have to do more. I don't have interest in these two spots. So I need to do more. I need to now start talking about it on Instagram and do Instagram stories about it. And I better put out more podcast episodes than I normally do. Oh, and I don't really go out and network. I better start going out and network and I better go to all the groups. And like, I better do like more of everything, right? Like to get these two spots. Like it would be very easy for me to fall into that frantic, desperate, scarcity, non-belief, doubting energy to try to fill these two spots instead of saying, you know what? I have a strategy. My strategy is this three-part series and an announcement that I'm making on this on this uh, series, which is kind of cool. Um, but I have a strategy and I believe in it. I believe it's going to work. I believe that the right people are going to sign up for these two spots from this mastermind group, right? Like I just believe, I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know who, but I have a belief that it's going to work, right? So I don't need to do more things. I need to do more of what I'm doing, which is reaching out to members of this group through giving really valuable information to help highlight what might be keeping you from getting the results that you want. And one of the ways I'm doing that is through this series. And one of the ways is through a fun little thing that I'm going to do that I'm going to announce here at the end, right? So, and I'm going to, I'm going to prove it today in something that I do. I'm going to, because here's the other thing, right? While I don't have interest in the final two spots, right? And while I know it's going to work, And so I don't need to do more, meaning different things. I know I just need to do more of the strategy I'm doing. The reason I know that is I also can prove that I haven't been visible enough, right? And I know people are going to say, yes, you have. You've been doing this series. I've heard you talk about the mastermind group every time. But like there have been maybe a total of six people in this live right now, right? Maybe a total of six people in this live right now. 
that, you know, I guarantee I have not been visible enough on this. I have not been. So I need to do more, but I need to do more of the same thing, not more of different things so that I get visible enough. Right? And I'm going to prove it today because somebody said, no, read it. Like the other day, somebody said, I think you've been visible enough. I'm going to prove it today that not enough people have even heard me talk about this mastermind, even know that it exists, even know that there are spots open. I'm going to prove it later today. So watch for that. Right. And it will we'll prove to you that if you think I'm being super visible because you're like, God, Rita's always visible. If you think I'm being visible and talking about this all the time, you're going to see nobody's heard about it. <laughs> and so if you think I'm visible enough and nobody's heard about it, do you think you're being visible enough? Right. Um, and so I just it's easy to start panicking and to want to not show up or to not stick with your strategy, right? And there's a little bit of perfectionism that goes on in that. And here's what I want to say about that, right? Perfectionists don't like the lack of success to be their fault, right? So a perfectionist thinks, you know what? If I just don't show up, if I just don't make an offer, if I just don't sell, then I'm not the reason why people didn't sign up or buy, right? It's more like I'm just a victim. If I post on Eventbrite that I'm having an event, but I don't show up every day and talk about the event, I don't do direct outreach for the event, I'm not like trying to sell tickets to the event, but hey, it's posted on Eventbrite, right, that that event exists and there's a Facebook event set for it, right? The way a perfectionist thinks is, well, because I didn't show up and try to sell tickets myself, it's not my fault that the event didn't fill. We're just a victim of a bad event that didn't fill because it was posted and it didn't fill, but it didn't fill not because of anything I did, right? But had you, this perfectionist I'm talking about, had you shown up, had you tried to sell, had you done the direct outreach, had you and you did not fill the event, then it would have been in your mind your fault that you did not fill the event. So for a perfectionist, it's easier to not show up and to not try to sell and to not do the things because then you don't have to take responsibility for why something didn't work and you can instead be the victim of why something didn't work. Although, right, pretty convoluted because you created the situation that made it not work in the first place. Do you guys get that? Right. So you have to overwrite your brain. You have to overwrite your brain. Right. That's why I created right? The six-figure CEO mastermind, right? And all of the pieces that are going into the six-figure CEO mastermind. So every day there's a journal prompt to help you rewrite your brain to get you into the making decisions in your business from a place of what's in the best interest of your business, not from what's in the best interest of you, because you are not your business, right? Even if you're a solopreneur, you are a person that has a business. You are not your business. So you can't make decisions from what's in your best interest, right? Meaning you're going to have to be okay with that first fear we talked about on Monday, getting over your fear of being annoying, right? So you can be visible enough and you're going to have to get over the fear we're talking about today, which is the fear that it's not going to work or the fear that you're not doing enough. So you do more and you actually end up causing the results that you were trying to avoid, right? So there are, um, so, so what am I doing like for the six figure CEO mastermind in this vein, right? 
I journal like I journaled today. It's completely and totally inevitable that I fill these final two spots with amazing clients for the mastermind group. It is completely and totally inevitable, right? I wrote that out like 20 times, right? Because I have to keep, right? The, if the number one thing is to keep my mindset in belief that it's going to work because if you're 100% certain that the thing you're selling or the strategy you're working is going to work, you will stick with it. You won't add too many other things. You won't do other things. You won't make other offers. You will stick through the discomfort because you know it's going to work, right? So that's the number one thing you have to work on. So I'm doing my journaling like it's completely and totally inevitable that I fill these final two spots. I have an alarm on my phone that goes off every hour saying the mastermind is completely booked with a waiting list. The mastermind is completely booked with a waiting list, right? And again, I don't know how I'm going to fill these two spots. I don't know who the two spots are going to be. I don't know when these people are going to fill out their application to sign up, but I 100% believe that it's going to happen, right? So I'm not going to stop showing up because I know it's going to happen. I'm I'm not going to bail on my strategy because I know it's going to happen. I know I don't have to supplement my strategy because I know my strategy is going to work and it's going to happen, right? So how about you, right? Like, is the reason that you're not showing up because you're not believing that it's actually going to work and what would happen if you allowed yourself to believe that it would work, you would show up, right? Again, you create your own reality. If I start pulling back, if I pull back like, oh, I don't know, I'm not going to fill these two spots and maybe this three-part series isn't working because only four people logged on today and nobody's watching and, right, if I start pulling back, then it shows that I don't believe in my strategy or believe in this mastermind and all of you out there will feel the same way. But if I double down on it, if I'm like, no, and I'm going to double down on it with this free offer I'm going to make in a minute, but like, if I double down on it, you're going to feel the, the belief and you are also going to believe. You're going to feel the excitement and you're also going to be excited, right? I'm just like you guys, though. I messaged my own coach the other day freaking out, right? Like I had my freak out moment. <laughs> it was like, okay, I don't know that this is going to work, right? Our brain automatically tries to default us to the scariest potential outcome. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't have these two final people for my mastermind group. And I guess this mastermind's going to fail. And because the mastermind's going to fail, my whole coaching business is going to just shut down and I better just burn it all down. It's all not going to work, right? It's like, what? Like that's where my brain went immediately on its own, right? Unfiltered. <laughs> and have you guys ever had that before, that rabbit hole kind of feeling before, right? But that's where my brain went, unfiltered, even though I've been doing this for six years. I've been doing this for six years and my business has only made more money every single year. I've been doing this for six years and I'm pretty much completely booked right through the first half of the year. I have two private client spots for February and that's it right? And then I'm completely booked through like July. And I only have two spots in this mastermind, which is a six month program. So after I fill those spots, like I'm completely booked, right? Like, but my brain doesn't make me look at what I've got. It's not showing me that, yes, I don't have two people for the final spots for the mastermind yet, right? But it's not letting me look at the 10 people, I mean, at the eight people that I do have, right? That I have six women who have, who are coming back because the mastermind has helped them that much. Six women who loved this mastermind so much they're returning and two women who signed up before I even started talking about it or advertising it, right? My brain won't let me see that. It's focused me on the two things I don't have because it wants me to be afraid. It wants me to feel like it's not going to work. It wants me to go down that rabbit hole I just shared so that I shut it all down, right? Because 
what I do is scary, <laughs> right? My business is scary. I have to show up every day. I have to sell every day. I have to make offers every day. I have to let people know that I can see a problem that I have the solution for every day. I have to be uncomfortable every day. I have to sit in discomfort every day. This is literally my job. I once said, it's like I just buy a ticket to a fear fest every day because my life is basically a fear fest, right? And I have to show up to it every single day, right? I am living in a never-ending fear fest because every single day I have to do things that are scary, right? I have to do things that are uncomfortable and I have to sit in that fear and that discomfort to get to the other side of it. My life is a never-ending fear fest and my brain wants me to stop it. My brain is like, this is terrifying. This is horrible. Let's just shut it down so it will focus me on all of the things that I need to be worried about to make me try to shut it down. But I have to keep showing up every day. Our brain is ridiculous, guys. Our brain is ridiculous, right? But Right. If I didn't have a coach, so my coach is I'm in a mastermind. So, yes, I'm I'm filling a mastermind that I run, but I am also a member of a different mastermind. I've been a member of this mastermind now for a couple of years. Right. And I've been working with this coach even longer. But right, if I didn't have that support, I would have sabotaged my own mastermind. Right. Because my brain went to that scary rabbit hole place. But I was able to go to them and say, hey, guys, this is what's happening. And I'm starting to do this little rabbit hole spiral thing. Right. And they were able to hold space for me. They were able to talk me through it. They were, you know, able to just like help me step in, you know, even when things are going well, they're able to help me step into the next level. They're able to help me see something differently. They're able to help me reframe my thoughts, right? Because again, the real issue of what's keeping you from six figures is this mindset piece. The, because you either have the fear of being annoying, which is why you're not doing enough, or you have a fear that it's not really going to work. And so you're doing too much in all of the places that we talked about, right? So the number one thing is mindset and support to allow you to get through those fears because at the end of the day, your brain just wants you to try to go around the fears so that you never have to feel uncomfortable. But the only way to get to the results is to work through the discomfort, right? So you're gonna have to be able to do that. Does that make sense? And that, I mean, is any of this resonating for you guys? Have any of, if you're watching on replay, please share your thoughts. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna be responding to all the comments today. I think this is so important and I hope you'll join me on Friday. And I am gonna make an announcement here in a minute about something free that I'm doing to help you guys with this. But like, I do want to talk a little bit about the six-figure um, CEO mastermind, right, which is it, exactly what I've created to help people with these things that I'm talking about this week, the three reasons why you're not making six figures, right? You get a daily journal prompt, just like I said, I'm working through, right, to help you with the mindset piece. You get um, a business building activity every day. You're in a group with 10 other women, right, or nine other women, you're, you're the 10th. So you get to tap into the expertise that they all have in their industries and from running their business. They hold space for you. They help you get through things just like I do. You get a private coaching session with me every month. You get two group coaching sessions that I lead with your group every month, right? Um, you get CEO documents and training every single month for six months to help you make decisions that are in the best interest of your business and not in your personal, to help you untangle yourself from the business, to help you start running reports and doing things in your business in a way that allows you to really realize that you're running a business, right? I introduce you to other experts. You get each other's connections. It's like the full support you need to generate the level of income and to have the success that you want to have 
in your business happening over a period of six months in a group with me and these nine other women that really get to know you and your business and are there to promote you, to champion you, to support you, right? To do all of the things that we all need in order to be able to grow our business, right? It is the full support because you need all of this to be able to get the results that you want in the way that's sustainable, right? That's why there's an application process because, right, I have to make sure that you're a good fit for that group. Now, Applying doesn't obligate you, but I am processing the applications in the order that they're received. So I would head over and just fill out the application. A lot of times people have said, just filling out that application, Rita, was like eye-opening. I'm not going to do the mastermind, but like it was eye-opening, right? So um, feel free to do that, right? But the the mastermind group, just filling out the application doesn't obligate you. But I do process those applications in the order that they're received, and there are only two spots left. And like I said, I'm in full belief that these two spots are going to fill, and they're going to fill with the right women who are going to come in and really achieve some big success in their business because they're ready to drop the fear of being annoying. They're ready to step into full belief that it's going to work. They're ready to focus and sit in discomfort and all of this happens, right? But what is this special offer, right, that I'm talking about, right? So the special offer that I'm talking about is whether you're going to join the six-figure CEO mastermind group or not, okay, whether you're going to join the six-figure CEO mastermind group or not, right, I'm going to offer everyone who can get a spot, right? Because they're limited spots. But I'm making the offer to all of you, to everyone, a 15-minute assessment call, okay? So these are six-figure assessment calls, which is basically a laser-focused conversation, a laser-focused look, so we can identify what's holding you up from hitting six figures in your business, right? They're free, but they're time-limited. They only go through to the end of next week. So they go through till the end of the say third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, the seventh, right? They go through till the seventh. Um, and there are limited spots available. I can't have a call with everybody, right? I already had things scheduled in my day. So they're just limited spots and it's a limited time frame. But if you want one, sign up. I'm going to put the link in the thing after we're done. Sign up for a free 15-minute six-figure assessment call. And we're going to identify exactly where are you not doing enough And what does that look like to change that? Or where are you doing too much? And what does that look like to reel you in? Or where is your mindset tripping you up? But you're going to know what's keeping you from six figures in 15 minutes, right? So I want you to click. I want you to sign up. Because again, at the end of the day, there are only so many spots that I can make available for this. I'm really excited about this. Um, I did it once before. It was so much fun. And people were just like, gosh, this 15 minutes was like life-changing for my business. So I'm really excited to be doing it again. So take advantage of it. I always say, are you taking advantage of every opportunity to get support to build your business? Take advantage of it, right? And if you know that you're interested in the Six Figure CEO Mastermind, I'll put that link as well. And you can just go through, look at the application, fill it out. Again, it does not obligate you, right? It just kind of preserves your spot in line so you can see if you're a good fit for one of these final two spots. Also, the 15-minute assessment call will probably highlight that for you too, if it's a good fit for you or not. Okay, so that's it, guys, right? I hope you're going to join me on Friday for reason three why you're not making six figures in your business. And I would really, really, really love to know your thoughts about this. What resonated with you? What popped out at you? What are you going to do differently? I can't wait to hear. Take care, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. 
And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamamedoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.